Hello, everybody. Welcome back to She Talks. It's Ale. And today, today, today is a episode that is very, it's a story time. Okay, people, it just recently happened. Um, this is my first episode back in the States, back in California. I'm at home right now. Um, not in Malibu just yet, but I'll be in Malibu in a couple of weeks time. But basically, I just got home from London and it was a journey to get home to say the least. Um, you know me, I don't like to spread negativity. I don't like to put people down. Um, this issue was just a really, it was just a lot of frustration, but I just think it's a really funny story time now. Like looking back on it, it was funny. I was on my like plane after just like crying and like sobbing for like an hour and I was like, you know what, Ale, in a couple days you're going to laugh about this and it's going to be fine. So in the moment, I was very frustrated and scared and stressed. Um, but now it's just like something that's really funny that I just want to share with you guys so everyone knows um, my quote-unquote trauma that I went through traveling. It's not actually trauma, but like obviously I'm a dramatic person sometimes. I like to create, you know, a little bit of gossip, a little bit of energy in my stories but no the story I'm telling you guys is truthful I swear I'm not gonna exaggerate anything um but anyways yeah I'm gonna tell you guys about my travel experience it's nothing negative please don't take it negatively or whatever um but I'm just gonna share my experience anyways so as you guys all know I was studying abroad in London for the last two months with munch oh my god for the last two months which was amazing and it's actually funny because right before I left London, I was asked if I wanted to stay for an extra month. But just the way like everything was going to work out and the classes that were offered this past month, they, I, there were classes I really didn't need. There was one class I was going to take with a professor that I love and adore, but I didn't really need his class. And I had already also like started paying rent in my apartment in Malibu. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to come back home. I do miss California. I, I do miss home. So I was like, might as well come back. Also, guys, by the way, if you hear, like, water falling or something like that, it's just my pool in my background. I'm sitting in my backyard right now, and it was really peaceful, and I was going to, like, I made coffee, and I was going to start reading. But, I don't know, I just thought it was so peaceful back here. So if the water is annoying, sorry, but I hope it's a little peaceful um, ambiance for this story time. Um, Sorry, I just took a sip of my coffee. Anyways go back to the story so yeah I was asked to stay and I didn't stay and then I was gonna go visit one of my best friends Claire who's staying in Spain and I tried to work it out with like the travel agency that my school has to like book me a flight from there to home after like traveling but it everything just didn't work out and it was like just kind of costly and it just like wasn't working for me so I took that as a sign like wow maybe that's my sign like I need to go home but then after this, like, traumatic experience, or, like, stressful experience I had traveling. I'm not going to say traumatic. I'm going to say stressful. Stressful experience I had traveling. I feel like that was a sign that I either should have, A, stayed in London or, B, gone and seen Claire and figured it out somehow. So I just think it's, like, funny. I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me from this experience. But anyways, here it goes. I'm going to stop, like, gatekeeping the story. So I finished my last week of classes um, the week of like, Ju- like July 1st, like that Friday, and I was supposed to fly out from London Heathrow Airport with United to LAX direct flight on Friday, July 1st. I had a direct flight 4.15 p.m. 
London time. I would land at 7, 15-ish um, US time. And so there was a group of like eight of us traveling on this trip and like back to LAX because LAX is like one of the most like popular I feel like destinations to go back to. So anyways, eight of us were going back to LAX and, you know, they booked us this coach to take us to the airport. We get our coach on time. We get say goodbye to literally everyone, like the directors, our classmates, like the house in general, like preparing to literally like leave London and like who knows when I'm returning. I'm, you know, like I don't know the next time I'm going to come back. So we get to the airport. Everything's going smoothly. I'm also like a stress like person with time. Like I love to be places early. I love airports too. So I will like literally get to the airport like super early. Just like sit, get a snack, eat a meal, um, like read a book, write in my journal. Like do literally whatever in the airport because I just love airports. Um, but I'm also the kind of person where I love to be early to everything. Like I have to be extra early, extra ready for literally anything I do. So everything was going smoothly. Timing was fine. We were checking our bags and then we were waiting for my last friend to check her bag. So I was waiting for her. And then all of a sudden she's like, they're not letting me check my bag. Like something's wrong. And we're like, what? And I go over to her and she said that the attendant that was helping her said that our flight was canceled. And my heart just, like, sunk. And I was like, you are literally joking. Like, also, mind you, on the way to London at the beginning of summer, our flight was delayed, like, five hours, which is already super inconvenient. And then, like, the people there, like, I'm not trying to bash on United. I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of, like, a big inconvenience. And also, like, one of my friends had, like, an issue with, like, her peanut allergy. And basically, like, she can't have, like, peanuts being served, like, on a flight because it, like, ignite her allergy. Like, I have a peanut allergy, so, like, I understand that because it's, like, literally the smell of peanuts is, like, really bad. Like, it's just, like, it makes me wheeze. And so, like, for her, like, hers is way more severe than mine, though. And she asked, like, the attendant to, like, not serve peanuts. And then, like, the attendant was just being really rude about it. So, it's, like, I understand, like, they're under a lot of pressure and stress. And it's a lot to work for an airline. I totally understand that. But it's just, like, all these, like, we've just been having, like, a difficult experience since the start of, like, our traveling with, like, for this trip. Anyways, back to my story. (laughs) So that was, like, kind of the start of the trip. Now this was happening and we're, like, you're joking me. Because the exact same flight the day before, like, direct flight, same time from London Heathrow to LAX was also canceled. So it was just a lot of frustration for a lot of people. And I felt so bad because one of the women in front of us in line who was, like, at the uh, um, United, like, help desk, literally was on that flight the day before, and she got rescheduled to our flight, and that flight got canceled. So I couldn't imagine what she was going through either. But anyways, so all of our flights were canceled. Only a couple of my friends got rescheduled on direct flights, like, same day, like, just later. So they were really lucky to get back home, which was really nice. But the rest of us were kind of scrambling. And then I just had a really rough, like, freaking... Oh my gosh. It was just like so funny. It was like what happened to me. So basically like I got rescheduled um, on another flight with another airline. So like the United people, like I was talking to them like via, they have like a text message service that I was texting them with. So they rescheduled me on another flight with British Airways and it was in another terminal in London Heathrow. I don't know if anybody's been to London Heathrow. If you have, you haven't. It's a huge airport. Like it's, it's so big. It's so big that In order for me to get from Terminal 2 to Terminal 5, I had to, A, do, like, a 10-minute, like, walk, but it was more of, like, a sprint, to the train in the airport and then take a train from Terminal 2 to Terminal 5. 
That was like 15-ish minutes, I want to say. And anyway, so the moment I find out I'm rescheduled on this new flight, I had to say bye to my friends because I got split up from my group of, of students that we were like all flying together because I was the only one that got that flight. And I told them, like, some of you guys try to get this flight, like, try to get this flight. They're all trying to get it, but I guess it was fully booked. I had, like, the last seat. And so whatever the case may be. So I go to the United people. I'm waiting in line trying to get my luggage switched over to my new flight. They switch it over. I run across to the train. It's like a, literally I'm sprinting at this point, sweating. It's so bad. And then I get on the train. Then take some a few minutes for the train to leave. Finally, I'm on the train. At this point, I'm like sobbing and crying because I'm just like stressed. Like I just don't like being late for things. I don't like missing things. Like I just like, and I also was already in the mindset. Like I'm going home today. I'm going home today. I'm going home today. And the fact that, like, that could have been jeopardized and I'd have to be here for, like, another day was just really stressful. And so, anyways, I run to my terminal. I'm trying to ask people for help. And I get to this first lady. I'm like, hi, like, I need to print out my ticket. Like, I don't have a ticket, but, like, the United people sent me this confirmation number. And then the attendant was so rude. She's like, you're going to miss your flight. Like, why even hear this late? And that just, like... Oh, I just, like, made me so mad because I was like, you have no idea what I've been through. I obviously didn't say that, but, like, I thought that. Anyways, so then I go to um, the British Airways, like, help desk. There's, like, another desk. This woman is so nice helping me out, trying to get me on this flight. But I guess because, like I said, Heathrow is such a huge airport, she literally told me that in order to get to my gate, I wouldn't have made it. I had, like, an hour before my pl- my flight, like, took off. So I had time. Like, I had plenty of time. But she told me by the time I were to get to my gate, I guess I'd have to take, like, another train to get to my gate, which I was like, how big is this place? But, yeah, I'd have to take a train to get to my next gate, and it, I, I just wouldn't make it on time. And I was like, you're you're kidding me, right? Like, I was so frustrated, and then I almost started crying again, and then they just told me to go back to United and get help. So then I call them, and I'm trying to get help, and the guy was just, like, getting mad at me. Like, obviously, he probably had, like, a long day, and he was, like, frustrated, but then that just kind of, like, tipped me over, too, because I was just, like, oh, my God. Like, I just can't have someone, like, get upset at me, like, right now when I'm in this state, and so then I just, like, started crying, and then I just ended up going back to the United Terminal because I'm, like, I'd rather go back to them and get, like, a first-share flight, like, in my hand. Like, I know I'm on a flight. I know I'll make the flight. I know the time. Like, all that stuff. Go back, um, and I'm trying to talk to the United people. I finally get a flight. And then at the same time, luckily, a group of my friends from school also had flights rescheduled for the next day. Oh, yeah, my flight got rescheduled to the next day. But I wouldn't have a direct flight because the next direct flight wasn't leaving until July 4th. And mind you, it was July 1st that this all happened. So I had two flights scheduled on July 2nd. And luckily, our directors were nice and they let us go back to the London house just for the night. And so we went back, got dinner, chilled. I think it was nice because I got to say goodbye to London and... One of my friends told me that her mom was saying, at least now you guys actually want to leave London because before none of us wanted to leave. And I feel like this is a good way for us to say goodbye because we're like, okay, now we just want to go home at this point. So then all that should happen on day one, July 1st. July 2nd, okay? No, let's go back to July 1st. I'm not even done with July 1st. July 1st. So we get back and I'm like kind of just nervous. I just don't know if I'm actually on this flight. The United app was being kind of like sus. And, um, like I said, guys, I'm not trying to like bash. I'm just trying to, it's just like part of the story. Um, I don't like to spread negativity, but it was just like really stressful experience that I just think is literally hilarious. Like all the obstacles I had to go through, but this is also something I always said 
over abroad is that when something goes wrong, it builds character. So I'm just building character in all these scenarios, okay? Anyways, go back, call the people, whatever. Then they say my birthday was wrong. It was literally my classmate's birthday because I know his birthday. And I was like, you're, you're joking me, right? I'm like, that's not even my birthday. And the guy was like, well, do you want me to like change it or keep it? I was like, can you change my birthday? Like obviously make it the right one. And then my flight ended up getting confirmed, whatever. Because I ended up switching. Oh, that's why I called to confirm. I'm just leaving out so much of this story. I called to confirm I was on a new flight because I had switched it in order to get an earlier flight to get home earlier. So that's why I called. Then my birthday was messed up. Super weird. But then my mom was like talking to this other lady through the airline who was really nice. And that lady was like being really helpful, like assuring us that um, we, I was going to be on the flight. My birthday was correct. Like all that stuff. It was nice. And then anyways, I felt finally at ease. Like anxiety was leaving. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go to the airport really early tomorrow make sure everything's fine because I have so much anxiety about flying now like I love flying and the way I had so much anxiety about it now was just like really bad so I went to bed and my flight took off at like 8 30 a.m oh no 8 a.m but I was like I'm getting to the airport at 3 30 a.m like I do not care like I'm getting there extra early so I woke up at 3 a.m oh no I was gonna get I wanted to get there at 4 woke up at 3 left at 3 30 got there around 4 and I'm waiting at like this help desk just to make sure about like my bags because like I told you guys in the beginning of the story, I had already checked my bags before we found out our flight was canceled. So my bags were just sitting in like the airport and I had to make sure they'd get transferred to my new flight. They assured me that when I would check in for my new flight, my bags would automatically just get re like routed or retransferred. And so anyways, the help desk isn't working and the security line was getting really long and I was like really nervous and just wanted to make sure I'd make it to my flight on time. So I didn't ask questions about my bag and then... Um, my parents had called like United and they had told uh, them that like my bags would just be put on my new flight. So then I was like, okay, fine. I don't need to worry about bags. And at this point I just have anxiety because I just like didn't know what to do. And I'm waiting in all these lines. And I was like, I just don't want to be late. I don't want to miss my flight. And anyways, so all that stuff happens. And I go um, to the security line. Security was easy. I went and I got my little snack, a coffee. I was feeling so relaxed just what I wanted to do. I got to my gate really early, whatever. Then I went up to um, some other people and I just asked about my bag once more because I had my receipt so they could track my bag and they could tell me where it was. And I asked this woman a couple of times about my luggage, asked where it was and she said, don't worry, I just tracked it. They have it on our plane. And I am just so happy, so blissful. I am going to jump off the moon. I am so excited. And then I get stressed out once more because she goes, well, then when you land in your uh, your layover, because I had a layover in New York, so when you get to Newark Airport, um, you have to go get your bag, and then has to go through customs, and then you have to redrop it off for your next flight. And I was like, you're kidding me, because I was told that they would do that all for me, but that's not the case. So um, I started freaking out about that, and I went up to the lady again and asked her to explain the process to me and like how I'm going to go do that. She explains it to me. And so then I just started freaking out again because I was like, I just was I was just alone like this whole time. And I'm like, if I wasn't alone, like I feel like I'd be a little bit more at ease because at least I'd have a friend or a buddy or like someone with me to like calm me down or like go through this with and like relate to this experience with. But I was alone and all my other friends had like different flights. So it's like we're all kind of going through the same things, just not together. If that makes sense, you know? Anyways, so then on my new flight, I'm freaking out and I had a flight 
from London Heathrow to Newark in like New Jersey, New York, and um, it was an eight hour flight. Get on my plane, everything's fine. I still have anxiety, kind of, and I was like, I'm just gonna go to bed. That way, I can just forget about it, whatever. And then I, guys, I had such a, like a redeeming moment because I had a lot of people kind of be like rude to me and just like not helpful or just honestly stress me out more and build up my anxiety. And it's so easy when I'm already stressed to make me even more stressed. Like little things just like freak me out. And anyways, I am on the plane and I was asleep. And this goddess of a woman flight attendant like rubs my arm like halfway through the flight and she goes, sweetie, wake up. Um, Do you want eggs or oatmeal to eat? She's like, it's going to be a while until you get your next meal. So you should eat now. And the way that she was just like taking care of me and was like checking in on me and like waking me up to eat, like no flight attendant ever does that. Like if you're not awake, like they just like walk by you. So I started crying after that because I was like the first like sweet person to like actually care about me and look out for me. And I was like, I'm going to be fine. I don't know why that moment made me be like, I'm going to be so fine. I'm going to be okay. But it did. And it was really nice. So anyways, I'm on my flight, still a little stressed, whatever. And our flight also got, like, delayed a little bit. So that was also freaking me out because I had a connection flight. But then, thankfully, halfway through that flight, I had found out my connection flight was delayed by an hour. So I felt so much more relieved. I felt so good. And then, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Is the, a- is the AC, like, literally turning on right now? Hold on. I need to finish my story. But this is too loud. I'm going indoors. Literally trying to give a story time in my the AC turned on. Do you want to say hi to the podcast? Hmm? Do you want to say hi to the podcast? Hi. Say your name. It's Ozzy. Ozzy. Guys, that's Ozzy. That's my older brother. For those of you who know him from Big Bro Talk 1 and 2. Did we do a 3 too? He's always, he always would. Okay, I'm going in my dad's office now to finish this story time. You guys, that's how raw and real we are here on Chi Talks. I just show you out there at my house and Ozzy was literally just sitting at the kitchen table this fine morning. Okay, anyways, where did I leave off? I think I was last talking about my, like, luggage fiasco, right? <clears throat> anyways, oh, yeah, I'm on the plane. Find out my <clears throat> my connection flight is also delayed. So I was feeling so much better about that. Anyways, land in Newark, and I get off the plane. I'm asking these flight attendants questions of, like, where to go, get my bag, whatever. So I go, I have to go through, like, immigration and everything went smoothly, super fast line, so I was feeling really good. Went and go get my went to go get my baggage, and I put like my AirPods in, and I'm like, I'm finally back in the states. I was really happy. Put my AirPods in, and I call my mom, and I'm on the phone with my mom, and we're just talking, and I'm waiting for my bag at the carousel, and I was like, okay, mom, like I'm gonna go. Um, I don't think uh, I I just want to be like ready for my bag comes so I can grab it and like just go. She's like, okay. Hang up the phone with her. I'm figuring out my route of how to get to, like, the place to recheck my bag. And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And the people who are on my flight are getting their bags. And they're leaving. And I started freaking out because I was like, where's my bag? And I wait and I wait and I wait. And I'm the last person at this bag carousel. And my bag does not show up. But little did they know. Before I left London, I had an idea. Well, my brother had an idea, but I had an idea um, a while back. I put my air tag on like my backpack and Mino, my older brother, when my family had come to visit me in London, 
um, he had seen that it was on my backpack. He's like, why'd you put it there? Like, you should put it inside your luggage. Like, why would you put it outside? And I'm like, you're so right. Like, why would I do that? I should put it inside my luggage so I can track it. And so I ended up changing my air tag, putting it inside like my checked bag. And I'm so glad I did that, guys, because it is a key contender to this story. I am so happy I did that because when I landed in Newark, I was like, shit, my air tag's in there. Let's check. Let's see where it's at. I check my air tag. It says five minutes ago, London Heathrow Airport. London Heathrow. I was in the United States. I was in New York at the time, eight hours away, across a whole freaking ocean. And my bag is still in literal London. I start sobbing once more. Maybe I'm dramatic for crying so much, but I really don't give a shit. I was really stressed. And it's just like the first time I've done this, like all alone, like have like I've flown alone before, but like having all these issues happen alone is like not ideal, you know? Anyways, so I start sobbing once more, call my mom and I just start like, I'm so frustrated at this point because they've already given me such a hard time with everything, telling me that my bag was already on the flight. It's not on the flight. It's not there. It's in New York. Like it's, I mean, it's in London. I'm in New York. It's, it's like, what's going on? So then I go and I ask this other lady where I should go and talk to people about like finding my bag. And so she tells me where to go. I go to this one woman. She was really helpful. She wasn't like the baggage person, but she told me that like to go downstairs and talk to them. But she tried to help me out and she did confirm that my bags were still in London. So then I go and I find this other lady and I'm asking her questions about um, my bag. And she's just being like so rude to me. She's like, well, why would you um, like put that in your bag? Because I told her I had like medication in my bag. And she was like, well, why would you put medication in your checked luggage? And I literally like snapped and I was like, excuse me, ma'am, I'm sorry, but I'm really frustrated at the moment. I didn't intend for this to happen. This has never happened to me before. And I would just really appreciate it if you could locate where my bag is. Thank you. And I just like told her and confirms it's in London. I take my ticket. I was just, like so mad at this point. I just like don't even say anything to her. I turn around and leave. And then I have to go through security once more, get to my gate, whatever. And then I just was like, you know what, Ade? Your bag's in London. They told me to file my final claim for my bag being gone in LAX because it's my final destination. And then I was like, at least I'm here early. My gate was right next to me. And I said, I am 21 now. I'm in the United States. I'm going to buy myself a drink. It was also like my first legal drink I could buy in the States, which was really nice. So I ordered two margaritas and fries. And I literally just like vibed and had a really good time before I boarded my plane. Because I was just like really frustrated and I just need to feel better. And it honestly made me feel way better. So it's really nice. It's also nice too that now that I'm 21, I can like talk about alcohol openly on this channel. Um, Channel podcast oh my lord this is not youtube on it this is um this is a podcast anyways um i will plug my youtube though oh, yeah let's do that let's do that um go subscribe to me ale hurtado on youtube i'm there i make some fun content i haven't uploaded in a minute but i mean you can watch what i have anyways back to this story time so yeah this flight's delayed like i had said but i was having a good time went in some gift shops talked to some friends talked to my mom Um, I board my plane and it was just like a six hour flight, slight work, easy flight back to LAX. So I get on my plane, get back to LAX. Everything was going smoothly. And then, um, I'm walking and I'm just trying to find my way out. And finally I'm going on the escalator and I see my two beautiful parents waiting for me by the bag carousel. And I give them a big hug and we go to the people at 
the help desk once more, talk to them about my bag, and the people at LAX United, shout out to them because they were goddesses. These This one woman headhunting it all, her name was Alicia. She's literally a baddie. I love her and adore her. She is a queen for helping me, and then her other three baddie friends were just there helping us out. So... I really appreciate them for that, but they helped me with my bag, helped put like a special delivery notice on it for me to get it faster, and everything was all right with the world. So I leave, I come home, and like I said, guys, I solved my AirTag on my thing. So I'm tracking my bag still, and for two more days, it stayed in London, stayed in London for two more days. Then on, um, no, one more day, one more day, I apologize for that. And then on um, July 3rd, July 3rd, I saw that my bag was moving and I was like, amazing. Like my bag is getting on a plane and she's coming home to me. And it was so funny for those of you who follow me on Instagram, people saw that I was like doing like stories of like tracking my bag throughout its journey of coming home to me. And so with my ear tag, and so first my bag was in London at a random gate. I was like, finally, it's on its own direct flight home to me. Then it had like a layover in Chicago. It was in Chicago for a few hours, which I just thought was funny. And one of my friends was like, your bag's doing more sightseeing than you. And I'm like, mm, yeah, pretty. that's really true, actually. And so then my bag's in Chicago for a minute. And then my bag was in Chicago for like a while. And then I track it again. Oh, hey, Dad. Do you need your office? Oh, of course. I was just getting my lunch coming. Okay. Do you want to stay on my podcast? Do you want to stay on my podcast? I'm sorry. Do you want to say hi to the podcast? I'm recording. Oh, hi, podcast. Hi, she talks. Thanks, Ed. You're a real one. Sorry for the intro. No, you're fine. Aussie said hi, too. I had some issues outside recording, so that's why I had to move in here. Okay. Thanks. That's okay. Love you. Love you. All right, guys. You just said hi to the other Oscar Hurtado of the house, too. Anyways, where am I? Oh, yes, Chicago. So my bag's in Chicago. My bag was vibing out there for a minute, and then um, I keep tracking my bag. But they also told me, like, at the latest, I would get my bag the evening of July 4th. Okay, this is July 3rd. And they had told me I would probably get my bag July 3rd, but they said at the latest July 4th. So it's July 3rd. My bag's still in Chicago. I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting it today. Another day goes by, and the next morning, it's still in Chicago. July 4th, still in Chicago. And I'm just like, you kidding? you're kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Like, Why? Anyways, then as the night progressed, my bag finally made it back to Los Angeles, which was just like a godsend. And I was so excited about it, feeling so relieved. Also, mind you, like all my other friends had gotten their bags at this point. Like I was still the only person who had like trouble getting their rag back. So that was just really frustrating. But anyways, um, my bag was in LA July 4th. And then all day July 5th, my bag is still like... It got moved from LAX to, like, a delivery place um, in, like, Inglewood, California. And then it was just, like, in it was there for, like, the whole day. Nothing happened. And then I was like, okay, I need to call United again because this my bag's already late. And there's stuff in there that I've been needing. And I was like, I just need to get a hold of them. So then yesterday, July 6th, I'm recording on July 7th. Yesterday, July 6th, I... Um, call united and i was like i need to track my bag because my air tag was still saying it's in the same spot call them i'm on the phone with them on hold for two hours i was on hold for two hours until they answered my call finally this man answers my call and i'm talking to him about it 
And I asked them if I can get like a voucher for like the items that I've been needing that I had to replace while my bag's been gone because they told me I was supposed to get it at a certain day and I still didn't get it. And then he said yes, sent me a voucher. And then he also said, um, gave me an estimate that I wouldn't probably get my bag until July 8th, which is also frustrating because I'm just like, it's, I was promised it like five days prior to that. Anyways, thank the Lord for the active air tag tracking because my dad was working in LA yesterday and we found out he was literally like five minutes from where my bag was, like at the delivery center. So we gave my dad like all my bag information, took it to the place. He was able to retrieve my bag and my bag is now at home in my possession. Oh, sorry guys. That like long story time, you know, you know how sensitive my voice is. So that long story time. Um, with my stress and my energy, um, made my voice a little tired. All in all, guys, I am home. I am in the States. I have all of my personal items with me now currently, and I am at peace. But what are some things that we've learned? Well, hey, we learned that sometimes there's situations you literally cannot control, and you honestly just have to do your best to navigate it. I mean, honestly, even though I cried a lot and I was really like just frustrated, I think I just did handle it the best that I could. Obviously, I think a better way, maybe I just shouldn't have like stressed as much because that's what made me really anxious was just my extreme stress. But at the end of the day, it was my first time going through it. And now next time this happens to me, I'll be calmer and I'll just feel better about it. But that's one thing I learned. Another thing I learned is everyone go buy a freaking Apple AirTag right here, right now. And if you're traveling, put it on all your luggage. Put it, don't put it on the outside of your luggage because someone could like unclip it and just steal it. What I did was there's like zippers inside my suitcase and I just clipped it inside my suitcase so that way it was closed shut. So no one knew there was like an air tag or anything on it. No one could take it. And then that way like the location would just be as accurate as possible. So yeah, everyone go buy an Apple AirTag or if you're traveling and you own an Apple AirTag, please put it in your luggage. Like whether or not you think your luggage is safe, like just do it. I only did mine because I was like, oh, why not? And it literally has been the biggest like lifesaver for me in this traveling experience. And also what we've learned is that when something goes wrong, just tell yourself you're building character. Because honestly, that was the biggest thing was getting me through this whole abroad experience. I'm pretty sure I talked about this in like a prior episode. But basically, like anytime anything went wrong in abroad, I was just like, you know what, guys, this builds character. And to end my abroad experience, I had to build some more character. And now I've learned and I know how to handle the situation in the future. I know not to stress myself out too much in any kind of situation and just like try to remain calmer in order not to produce more anxiety. But yeah, guys, that was my travel experience, my stress and everything. Um, Although I did have some issues with this airline, I do appreciate them trying to help me. Then the people that were really helpful and nice to me, I do appreciate them for helping me out and giving me what I needed and the information I needed And just, like, being really, like, nice and helpful when they could, although I was very stressed. But, like I said, this story is just funny. It's, I just think it's, like, a really funny moment. I'm honestly, like, not upset about it. I I was honestly frustrated at this, uh, like, that point. I mean, I've been frustrated about it since it's been going on. But it's honestly just hilarious to me now that it happened. But, yeah. So, that was my whole travel experience. Thank you guys so much for coming and listening to this week's episode of She Talks. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, let me know your thoughts and opinions on whatever you want or if there's like any other story time ideas you guys want to give me, let me know. 
If you're not already following me on Instagram to keep up with the She Talks podcast when I'm uploading episodes, if I have questions for you guys, if there's polls, if whatever the case may be, you have positive information to tell me, let me know. If you have negativity to tell me or some criticism, don't put it on the main page for people to see. DM me directly. Let me know straight. Go straight to the source. Let a girl know. But you can do all of that on Instagram at She Talks Podcast with two T's at the end. Or if you want to chop it up with me on my personal Instagram and keep up with my personal life, go ahead and follow me at underscore Ale Hurtado. That is A-L-E-H-U-R-T-A-D-O. And if you want to keep up with the podcast on TikTok, go ahead and follow it at She Talks Podcast with only one T at the end. Or if you want to keep up with my personal TikTok and see all my fun little videos and my documentations of life on TikTok, go ahead and follow me at underscore Ale Hurt. And yeah, that's pretty much it for this week's episode. I will have a more, um, you know, thought-provoking episode coming soon, but I know I should have sit down and share this whole experience with you guys. I just thought it was really funny. And thankfully, I'm back in the States. <laughs> but that was this week's episode of She Talks. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.